Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You're listening to an NFL Draft Edition of The Boss and the Gloss on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. Look for the silver can in stores or visit FreeAllOil.com. Live from Las Vegas, here's David Gow and Carla Dawson. Welcome back. You're listening to the Boston Gloss on Sports Map Radio. Joining us now on the Progressive Insurance guest line is Ryan Leaf, former NFL quarterback. Ryan, welcome to the show. You're on with David and Carla. Hey guys, good to good to talk to you again. Good to talk to you. You know, the last time I saw you, I think it was Radio Row in Los Angeles, and we were at one of those all-you-can-eat steak places, and there must have been 12 of us at the table, and I think you won the award for the most beef consumed that <laughs> night. <laughs> hey, you know, you got to be careful when you take me to an all-you-can-eat kind of uh, protein buffet. That's, that's, that's begging, for, begging for a beating. Hey, listen, it was the only dinner I could afford when I had you at the table. And all you can eat was a pretty good bargain. I think we got our money's worth that night with you. He's got a lot of real <laughs> well, estate we- to fill up. Yeah, well, we, uh, me and my wife, appreciate us, uh, you having us and 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 enjoying that that uh, that time during the Super Bowl it was a lot of fun to see you and everybody involved with Gal Media. Indeed, it was, and now it's fun to be in Vegas talking NFL draft. And one of the notable things, of course, last night was only one quarterback taken in the first round, and that was not until I think about number twenty overall, with Pickett going to the Steelers. As an NFL quarterback, a guy who knows the position very well. How do you evaluate this class, and were you surprised that there was just one name taken in the first round? I wasn't surprised. I was, I was worried that some teams would panic, and they would uh, impulsively move up and reach for a quarterback because they feared missing out on you know, changing their future, changing what, what quarterbacks can do in the NFL. And so I was, I was reassured by the, the patience of these teams and and taking the players that they need, the most talented players that they need at their at other positions, and um, you know Pittsburgh doesn't doesn't necessarily need a quarterback right away, but they feel like Kenny Pickett could could be the next guy to, to in line for Ben Roethlisberger. It, it reminds me a lot of what the San Diego Chargers did when they had Drew Brees, uh, and then uh, gradually allowed him to leave with free agency and moved on to Philip Rivers. I could see that happening with Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, handing the keys to the car to Kenny Pickett down the line. And then I expect probably a few teams either to find a way to move up tonight or if the Seahawks sitting there right around 40 and 41 uh, could make a move for the next quarterback in line, which I think will be Malik Willis. Ryan, it's great to have you in, and you've been doing a great job filling in for Rich Eisen's show as the lead host. So tell Rich he better get back quick or he's going to be out of a job. Oh well, I appreciate you. I appreciate that. It's really it's really kind of uh, of Rich. You know, when he when he has to go do work for the NFL Network around the NFL Draft and the Combine and things like that, that 
that he reaches out. It's a wonderful platform. We had an amazing show today. Uh, uh, I got Peyton Manning to come on. Uh, you know, our draft was 24 years ago, and so we had a oh we had a gosh. good chat about yeah we had a good chat about uh, about all that, everything he's up to, and just kind of the friendship that 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 evolved uh, over time with him and me. And, and like I said, 25 years later, we're uh, we're now you know in the broadcasting world retired football players and dads so it's kind of come full circle well that that's a good place to be let me ask you ryan about your former team the state of the chargers they were quiet last night you know with their one pick do they really have any needs i mean i'm sitting here as a raider fan just in that raiders chargers game that sent the raiders to the playoffs and sent the chargers home was the probably the best game i saw all of last season and seeing justin herbert convert on how many fourth and longs? I, 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 I literally was watching that game with my mouth wide open. What needs to happen with the Chargers, if anything? Do they have needs? What do you see going forward with this team? Well, I, I will say this. I was in London at the time working for Sky Sports NFL, and so that game t- kicked off at one twenty-five a.m. So it was about 4.45, 5 a.m., when I'm watching that uh, that oh. overtime play out, and I was just oh, so in awe of Justin Herbert and his ability, uh, I, I could argue that, that he may be the best quarterback in the NFL, and it's just a matter of whether or not his young coach, Brandon Staley, mm-hmm. uh, can not get in the way. Right? He made some, some, some bad mistakes down the road. They had the Kansas City Chiefs game won late in the year, and then the decision to call the timeout late probably persuaded the Raiders – to continue on and go, they could have gotten into the playoffs. And I tell you right now, with the way the playoffs went, the Chargers were as capable as anybody to get themselves to the Super Bowl, especially in the AFC. So it, it, uh, it they're they're in a good place, and I and I like the guy they got, another guy to protect Justin Herbert. Uh, they the wide receiver Mike Williams back. Uh, they need to add some defensive pieces, but uh, I really like where they're going. Yeah, they took uh, Zion Johnson last night, right, in the interior guard position. I mean, that's a nice way to fortify the line for Justin Herbert. I I will tell you, the other day I saw highlights of John Elway playing, and I looked at him and I thought, that looks like Justin Herbert. Mm -hmm. I mean, the the strong arm, the size, the mobility, it's it's quite a comparable. Uh, it, It is. It is. It's, you're exactly right. It's very comparable, and, and you know, sometimes it's kind of a copycat league. You know, if you find something that works, uh, you tend to try to replicate that. It's always happened. It's been that way for forever in the NFL, and, and, and here's just another example of that. So one other hot topic yesterday, by the way, joining us now is Ryan Lee, former NFL quarterback. I want to ask you about the wide receiver class Six guys taken last night in the first 20 picks, an extraordinary group of wide receivers. Who stands out to you? Who do you really like in that group? Uh, I, mean, I like Drake London. I got to, you know, I covered him constantly in the Pac-12, and he is, he's a special player. Clearly the Atlanta Falcons saw that, uh, you know, a guy who was injured, a guy who wasn't able to still run his 40, uh, they still you know, pulled the, pulled the trigger on that pick at eight. And then the, on, then the onslaught of, of what came next, right? You went the back-to-back guys from Ohio State, and then Jamison Williams with Detroit moving up to get him, Traylon Burks to take over for AJ Brown, like we talked about, and it's 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 imperative because of what teams are doing. There are certain teams that have told you they'll pay and break the bank for a wide receiver, and there are certain teams that have told you we will not. And Tennessee last night said we will not 
pay that price tag. We will go get one with a fifth-year option. Uh, look at it this way. Uh, A.J. Brown's going to make $25 million a year over the next four years. Traylon Burks, over the next four years combined, will make $15 million. They can develop them. That's what it is. And you find out which teams are willing to do it. I am not of the mindset that you go pay wide receivers. Uh, you pay quarterbacks. You pay guys that protect the quarterback. And you pay guys that rush the quarterback. That's what, that's what changes football games. Uh, if, if you don't have a quarterback to get to the ball to the, the great wide receiver, that, that wide receiver just kind of rots on a vine. So it's imperative that you have the guys in place. And when you have Hall of Fame-type quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, you let Tyreek Hill, you let Devontae Adams go and spread their wings because you know your quarterbacks can make other players better. Ryan, you mentioned Drake London out of USC as the first receiver taken. A couple other Pac-12 guys, Devin Lloyd in Utah, went in the first round. Trent McDuffie out of Washington. What do you think of the Pac-12? They've they've definitely had some down years, and I know you cover them intimately. You're an alum of Washington State. Who do you like going forward? And that our start are they are we going to have you know some com- some more competitiveness um, in the Pac-12 going forward? Well, I think it's an incredibly competitive league. It, it probably may be the most competitive league in all of college football as of right within now, its conference have, yeah yeah we just don't have an elite team right and lincoln riley coming to town um changing the the atmosphere and the landscape i think is going to make a big big difference uh, at southern california i think dan lanning leaving the sec taking a job on the opposite coast going to have to recruit and build oregon which has been a team that's been in the mix so i i think they're just fine i think that People like to overreact when, when you're mm-hmm. absent from the college football playoffs, simply because that is the end-all, be-all every single year. Um, but, you know, the University of Oregon has presented three first-round draft picks in the top ten over the last three years, right? Justin Herbert, Panay Sewell, and then last night, Kayvon Thibodeau at number five. I really think Kayvon could have been uh, the number one overall pick uh, uh, over, Trayvon, over Trayvon Walker. So uh, I think we'll be just fine. Uh, they got some really cool games next year in terms of crossover conference games where they have to showcase and win. Georgia and Oregon play in week one. Washington State goes out to Madison, Wisconsin in week two. Uh, there are a lot of games like that that really can, uh, I think, week one Florida and Utah play, and I think Utah is going to be extremely good next year once again. So uh, they have a real opportunity to uh, you know, plant their flag next year with some of these non-conference battles. We're joined here by Ryan Leaf, and now we're, we've delved into college football. So I have to ask you about the fate of college football with NIL, Transfer Portal. Are we entering a new era where there's almost a free agency in football? And what's the prognosis for the conferences in the league? Well, I mean, it's, it's hard to tell. I mean, when you got the best of the best out there, and like Nick Saban talking about how this, this could get so out of hand that it, 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 could, it could really – be detrimental to college football. That you have to take notice. The NCAA absolutely blew this. Mark Emmert fought tooth and nail to try to keep this away, going all the way to the Supreme Court and got their butts kicked and did no due diligence around how to make it work. So they just opened it up as a free for all, and as we've seen, it's become uh, an arms race. And so I don't know. I know that the product on the field a year ago didn't didn't change. It was great. It was good solid football, well-coached, well-played. So I don't anticipate that. What I do anticipate is that there are teams that are going to be able to throw more money at it. We just heard that Oklahoma is going to be able to pay every single um, uh, scholarship athlete on the football team $50,000, where I I heard 
my alma mater uh, is somewhere around the $6,000 uh, area for NIL. So, I mean, that is a, a huge difference. If you're a recruit, as simple as, as something like that could, could change your mind. And, it's going to be a Wild a West, no question. Hey, Ryan, we got to let you go. Thank you so much for joining us. You bet. You guys have a great rest of the, rest of the week and weekend. Take care.